Proudly coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Frontier Podcast. I'm your host, Ledge, and we are powered by Gun.io, the engineer's choice for engineering talent. If you like what you hear, please give us a review on iTunes and join the conversation at the Frontier Pod on Twitter. Giddy up. David Feynman is the CEO of Viral Ideas Marketing. We met him in his role as one of the community managers of Online Geniuses, a huge internet marketing community known for their industry leader AMAs. In this episode, David and I compare notes about customer experience and UX as leads become trials and users become evangelists. Marketing, technology, and product SMEs speak different languages, but what we do is all part of the same continuum. Emotionally engaging channels like video drive the first visits and uses. That's where product UX picks up to anchor adoption and retention. A comprehensive view of the customer experience from start to finish is critical for B2C and B2B software companies alike. David, good to have you here. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Can excited you give uh, just a quick intro of yourself and your work, you know, so the audience can get to know you? Sure. So, so just a little bit of a background. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, so I started my first company when I was 16 years old. Been an entrepreneur ever since, always, always doing some, something new and interesting. Uh, currently, I run uh, one company, kind of with two companies underneath it. Uh, Viral Ideas is our main company. We do video production for online and then Fixation, which is on-demand video editing. Um, and then and really, um, the way we got connected was through uh, an awesome project I work on called Online Geniuses, which is a community for, invite-only community for marketers, totally free. Uh, and we have AMAs with some of the greatest marketers in the world. So uh, next week, I know we're excited. We're, we have an AMA with uh, the, the head of content for Legos, which were my favorite toy growing up. So I'm really excited to, to kind of learn some insights from, from him. Yeah, and they've done a fantastic job resurrecting that brand. You know, I mean, they, they oh. were sort of like having a lot of issues and then came back and just powerhouse. That's awesome. That's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, you know, so we have an interest in solving problems in technology and with technology and, you know, just addressing the shrinking of the world, so to speak, into these like, yeah. you know, super expert communities, you know, as a community manager and just a heavily involvement in that. I just w wondered if you know, talk about that and how's, how's that been and how do you do it? How do you manage it? You know, how's the technology play into that? And, you know, tell the story a little bit. Yeah, sure. So, so um, it was actually started by David Markovich, who um, was, was a guy who kind of came up with this idea of putting all these marketers into one channel to have them, to have them discuss uh, marketing topics. And he actually put them all in one Skype group to start, which actually still exists to this day. Um, and roughly 200 of them joined and it became like the most chaotic group chat known to mankind. So, you know, it would, it would kill his phone battery, uh, you know, once, you know, once like every couple hours, it, it was just like, he would, he would put his phone down, there'd be 700 messages. So he had, he had to do something to fix that. So we ended up putting the whole thing into Slack. And from there it became this invite only, uh, marketing community where, where we have some of the best in class marketers in the world all in one channel. We have about 15,000 of them and they interact around uh, best in class practices uh, through the channel and uh, really get the opportunity to learn uh, subject matter expertise from people that are in their roles at other companies. So it really gives, uh, it really gives people that are in there an edge over other 
you know, over other competitors because, you know, at the end of the day, we, we were talking just before we got on about, you know, that power of a community. Uh, there's, there's a huge power and a lot of minds coming together as one around different specific subject matters. And that's really what we do. You know, we enable that, that, uh, that social network for marketers to happen. It's like the classic mastermind. You sort of, uh, Rockefeller kind of vibe with all the smartest people, you know, in the room, like jiving off each other. Um, you know, as a community manager there, I think a lot of people have these, these ideas and they want to maintain them and the operations burden of doing it and, you know, keeping up with it is, is a big deal. You know, you can't just start this. It doesn't just sort of happen. It evolves over time. And, and as more and more people get in there, it either sort of withers or it grows, you know, what work needs to happen so that those things get more engaging and add more value as opposed to just being like, everybody waiting for somebody else to talk and not adding value. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do engagement stuff all the time. I mean, so we, I'm also one of about 15 community managers and each community manager kind of focuses on different buckets. Um, so my main focus um, has been on AMAs and in working on getting high profile individuals um, to come into the channel for an hour and give a talk. So we do both live AMAs and we do, uh, AMAs that are just text-based in the channel. Um, and basically, if you're a marketer, you'll get access to, you know, we've had everyone from Gary Vaynerchuk, Neil Patel, uh, head of marketing at, uh, at uh, Alienware was in there last week. So I mean, you get to ask questions at people who are doing this in the highest levels of their career, and you get to ask them directly to those people. So having that unique content uh, within the channel creates engagement. But also the fact that, uh, you know, we're all surrounded by this constant mission of, of like, hey, we want this community to be a really pure place to learn. So uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the community managers in there um, are constantly looking for, you know, people that are more self-promoting versus helping the community. Um, and we kind of redirect them to, uh, to kind of stay in line with the community's mission and, and giving that central, central mindset to everyone. Um, really helps the community grow. And uh, David, who's, who started it, David Markovich, uh, he, he's, he's really the, one of the driving forces behind keeping that engagement rolling and, and always coming up with new ideas to, uh, to get the community talking and get them interacting with each other. And in your business, you deal with viral videos. I just wonder like how those two worlds go together. Like, I mean, being viral from a marketing standpoint is really about, you know, like an epic level of engagement. So, you know, are you sort of like, you got like a, a tool set that you use like tricks because, you know, every, every technology founder who comes to us, you know, wants to have high adoption. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's, it's exactly the part of, you know, we experience that through the development of apps or, you know, applications, even on an enterprise scale where like adoption matters, right. You have to be in yes, it. Yeah. You need to keep people in it getting a trial sign up isn't enough. You need to have a very high level of engagement. So, you know, how's that all fit together? Because you're obviously like an expert in the field. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so once I answer this, I actually want to get your answer on how you do that through product. Cause I'm always genuinely curious from product people, how, you know, they think about it. Um, so, so really the way, the way I think about video and marketing um, and any business or anything that I engage with is I think about customer experience from start to finish. So, from first touch to moving through the product to, to being within a video, the customer has to experience something. 
And that, that something has to be unique. It has to stand out. It has to be something different. And in order to do that through marketing and through videos, you know, I, I believe you have to, you know, find something within the actual product or service that you're doing. Um, that is a story that is something that can catch someone's eye that will, will pull out and make a good video and piece of content. And it doesn't always have to be something that goes viral. Um, in fact, viral is kind of one of those things that is, is something that happens on a very lucky few basis. And it's kind of like winning the lottery. Like there's enough people that win and there's enough publicized stories about people who win the lottery that enough people are interested in hitting a lottery. So to keep the lottery going, but the same thing is with viral videos. You know, everyone, every single person wants to go viral because of the major hits that have happened. But it's almost better to create a sustainable way to market through, in my opinion, through creating a good customer experience through marketing. So if you can create that sustainable marketing, you'll create a sustainable and, and predictable form of lead flow, sustainable, predictable form of customer, you know, customers reaching out to you. You can do that enabled through videos. And really what both brands, Flixation and Viral Ideas do is that. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of what you're talking about to answer your question of, so when we deal with building technology teams, you know, we're, we're drawn on a lot of best practices and much of that now is coming to, and I'm talking to a lot of technology leaders who are not just engineering leaders, but are also product leaders. And in fact, what you see in a lot of organizations is the, the coalescing of the product and engineering function, right? You know, you just can't be, when I was a software engineer, it was okay to be down in the basement you know, hiding behind code and you can't do that anymore. And there's a lot of customer empathy that comes into it because of the rapid speed of deployment and, and the ability to get things out there really fast. You have to make that experiential impact. So, you know, folks like you guys, we rely on you very much to drive traffic and interest into an application. And that's where the UX on the application is going to pick up because we drove interest. We brought in leads, we converted the lead now we have an adoption issue because I can get you to use it once with marketing. I can't get you to stick around and keep using it without exactly. a very engaging experience. And in a sense, the, if you use that metaphor of the story, you're really going to be talking about, you know, what is the feeling that I get and the value add of coming back and repeatedly using whatever this thing is, you know, it might be a consumer app. That's how people think about, you know, viral technology. Um, but in an enterprise context, you know, it might be just like an indispensable thing. For example, Slack, you know, we're all using Slack, you know, we use it for business, we use it for community, you know, it's because it became a fun thing to use prior to us deciding that we could actually, you know, provide some business function through that. And, and we do, you know, so, um, you know, I think when you develop product, you need to, to think in the same way that you're talking about creating that user engagement from an emotional standpoint we're also looking for the same type of hook in the user experience to say that that was great. It added value continues to add value. And of course, then you're collecting all kinds of analytics and, and looking at what do people actually do with this thing? What do they want having ongoing conversations with the, the users? So if you approach that in a lean context, you know, it's, it's really all part of the same whole. I don't know if that's what your clients experience, but you know, that's, I look at it as one continuum to the way down on the left of the continuum is, is the lead generation activity that, that you're yeah. doing. And, 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 it's, and it's interesting, like, like that lead, that start of the lead continuum, if it's starting with a video or whatever it's starting with, it has to match your product on the back end. Because if you're not synced up all the way through basically the customer experience from start to finish, it's not just a matter of like 
know, everything, even if you're doing a cold call, even if you're doing a cold email, that experience has to be uniform throughout the whole thing. Otherwise, people are going to get a different signal as soon as they hit the product and be like, whoa, what is this? Like, you know, because you, you really got one shot at doing the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. And you can only rely on marketing to bring those leads in, but you have to keep them and nurture yeah. them and, and create that relationship. And it turns out, of course, that's not just about, you know, technology. That's always about like relationships with people and, and connections. And, uh, you know, all of us have used a product that really didn't have the greatest UX, but just, you know, it was there and it was important. And, you know, think about like early Wikipedia, you know, we all keep going back. The thing just doesn't really look that good. It doesn't even behave that good or it didn't used to. Um, you know, now it's become better and better and better. You can consume it in different contexts and it becomes the default choice for, you know, finding out about information. So yeah, but that, that coalescing of the product and engineering function, I think is huge. And you're going to see more and more that marketing and product become, you know, inextricably linked. You just can't avoid that. So, you know, ultimately are we all, you know, becoming product officers and marketing officers and, you know, I don't know what that is, but product driven companies certainly appear to be um, the most engaging and the most, um, you know, sort of profitable, like, like a Tesla, for example, you know, it's like, and, and then it becomes part of brand and it becomes part of ethos. And, you know, I, I think that, that that's what ends up happening. And, most of the community stuff is going to come down to that. There's, why do I want to stay here? It's the same reason I would want to stay with a product. Yeah, and I, I think I think that that experience, right, like of of the actual product, it, it's not it's not a if you build it they will come. It's a you know if you build it and market it right for what you built, they will come. You, know, you still have to market and sell something at the end of the day. Tesla still has salespeople that work in their in their offices. It doesn't you know to sell itself, you, you still need that marketing and backing to get yourself the actual deal. But it's really, you know, from our perspective, a matter of just making that, you know, for flexation, for viral, making that one fluid experience from product to marketing. Yeah. And you'll often find that, you know, a, a business with high integrity in the software development space is going to talk about those things that, you know, you, you need to be able to say, you know, you could do this, you could build this and it's going to cost you a lot of money. And are you prepared to, you know, then recoup that investment through, you know, proper promotion and marketing and, and sales. And, you know, and, and that's a good thing to have in mind when you, you know, have an idea, right. We talk to a lot of entrepreneurs that are, you know, sort of not prepared for anything except building the app. And, you know, we want to advise them maybe, you know, just, Hey, step back a little bit. You know, are you re really ready for a developer to be able to build that thing? You know, think about the full cost exposure of doing that. And ultimately that comes down to, you know, that it's twice the budget I mean, whatever you're doing to develop that technology, the chances are you need at least that much on the marketing and promotion side. And, and you ought to be doing that in tandem. So it moves, it moves along together because you want to do the, the least, or minimum viable version of what you're doing and check if it has market adoption and you see what the users want because the chances are that, you know, the classic stories always end up that, you know, the, the seventh most popular feature on your roadmap is the one that ended up getting the hook. What do you think about, um, you know, just video in general is huge right now. You know, I want to help you, you know, sort of promote the, the business ethos of what you guys are doing because, you know, entrepreneurs need it. And, you know, it's, it's critically important. So, you know, just from your standpoint, you went into business, you've done a number of startups. 
uh, now you're in the video space, you know, so why is that so important? And, you know, what do you guys do in order to, to make that work for the customer? Yes. So, so my, my first few ventures prior to getting into the viral ideas and flexation, uh, we're actually built on the back of Facebook ads and video marketing. So we literally built the entire company making videos and running Facebook ads. That was it. That's all we did. And uh, I, I've noticed in the market, you know, when, when we first started viral, that there was a huge opportunity for companies to take advantage of that space of, of using social, using YouTube, using online video to sell what they're doing. So, you know, we built out viral ideas uh, in order to do that. And um, you know, midway along the way, about, about a year ago, we, we figured out that uh, companies had mounds and mounds of footage. And, you know, with the phone, with, with, with the ability to record, uh, you know, almost instantaneously without, without a huge professional crew, we started getting a lot of footage to edit for our clients. So uh, we ended up spinning out a startup from viral, from, from viral ideas called Flexation, where companies just upload us their video footage and we edit it within five days. So uh, I, I think in, in 2019, one of, the, one of the things that we're going to start to see is an increase in volume in content. It's not just gonna be, when, when I look at the way a lot of our clients have done their video budgeting in the past, you know, they'll, they'll put down a line on a budget. You know, we're gonna do one video, we're gonna pay 15,000, 20,000. That's, that's kind of, we're kind of moving away from that. There's still, there's still room for that you know, high quality video, but we see a lot of companies saying, okay, we're gonna take that same $15,000 budget, but we're gonna make 25 videos and we're gonna release two, three pieces of content a month. Some of it might be you know, these little mini-sodes, some of it might be you know, social clips that'll go on Instagram, Facebook. Some of it might be something that'll go into our, talking to our sales emails. So really, you know, I see a, a shift away from that one and done kind of viral video to more of using video as a sustainable practice for communication. And Flixation really enables that to happen for companies, which is why we built it. Fantastic. Well, David, good to have you. You guys are doing interesting stuff and, you know, entrepreneurs need this. So they should check you out where? Uh, so they could check us out uh, for Flixation, Flixation.io. Um, and, and we can actually, we can actually, for them, if, if we can make a, a coupon code. So the coupon code is Gun.io. Um, so we'll do 10% off for, for them. And then for Viral Ideas, it's ViralIdeasMarketing.com. And also, we would also welcome any of you to the marketing community. So if you're a marketer out there looking to get more info, uh, onlinegeniuses.com and we'll uh, you just apply and we'll, we'll let you write in. David, thanks for being here with us. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you enjoyed the show and want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to gun.io slash podcast to get in touch and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.